All right. Hello and welcome just to family. This is giving you something to talk about or just a live TV as I like to call it. I'm your host, Melissa Crutchler. I'm an identity coach, spiritual teacher, business mentor, creator, and founder of not only just a live TV, but also the Women Supporting Women Can Network. Uh, go and take a look at my links in the description if you so choose. Uh, today's episode has been sponsored by a Phoenix Identity. When you learn to control your emotions, you open up an entire world of opportunities. So go and check that out. Link in the description. Uh, today, we are going to be talking about what does it mean to belong? And this is quite the conversation. And to do that with me is my guest speaker. Would you like to introduce yourself? Hi, yes, Dia Irby, the belonging mentor. Mm -hmm. I love that. All right. So you and I were talking about uh, belonging in the pre-screening. And this is this is a definitely a passion of yours. Um, and I belonging is 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 something that frequently comes up for me, where it is, you know, uh, one of my favorite songs is Somewhere I Belong. <laughs> and He's part of the reason why I started coaching um, the, the lead singer of that band. And it just kind of goes on this pattern. So most people want or have this indescribable urge to belong. Um, and, and since this is kind of your go-to, what does it mean to actually belong? Let's get right into that. Well, what you just said, the very comment you made that we have this urge and I don't know if you've heard of the Maslow's hierarchy of need, that they've studied what motivates people. And, you know, we're, we're humans. You've been a person since you were born. I've been a person since I've been born. And the very basic need that we have before we can get anything done is food, clothing, and shelter. And the next one is safety. So those are obviously basic needs. The very next one, before you can be achieve anything or be whatever you want, is belonging. All of us have this built-in sense of a need for belonging. And what does it mean to, uh, to belong? It means to be human, mm -hmm. to want to belong. In a, in a nutshell, I could do two hours of it, but we're having a conversation. <laughs> I believe it. Trust me. There's, there's topics I could go on for days. Um, so this, this need to belong, there are so many people. And so my own, my own experiences and, and like my own personal experiences, uh, not only that, but also the experiences of my clients, of my friends, of my family, I'm going to backtrack. So I created these, the seven mindset pillars, right? And it's the seven most important aspects of our life. It's our sense of self, our spirituality, um, our family, our romantic relationships, our friends, uh, our career and finances. So those seven areas are the ones that I think we, we try to belong in more than any other. And when we are born, we start to create these, these belief systems in each of these pillars. Mm -hmm. And as we get older, what we do is we, we make decisions, we take action, we do all of these things, excuse me, <laughs> based on 
the sorry i'm one of those people that can never just sneeze once um so i <laughs> apologize prior we're ready we're ready go and, ahead and i might i might not um so what we do is we create our lives based on these pillars, based on the belief systems that we hold in these pillars. So if we grow up and we're taught, let's say religion, if we're taught that, you know, our circle needs to be in this particular religion or our um, relationship has to be in a particular fashion or person or any of that, right? we start to make the decisions based on that. And we feel like we have to belong in that box. And I think that's one of the things that I wanted to point out the most is that when we talk about belong, it's not belonging to fit in a box. We don't need to belong in a box. I'm not going to box myself into my, into my spirituality. I'm not going to box myself into my relationship and not belong to anything outside of that. I think belonging is really an, an individualistic thing that not a lot of people realize. You can belong to yourself. You can belong to your religion. You can belong with your partner, not to, but with your partner. You can belong to a group. You can, there's so many different things that we can belong to, but I think we don't see that because we're trying to box ourselves in to what we were taught. I, I totally agree. You will see though, the you, you've heard the expression, birds of a feather flock together. Yep. You can belong to multiple flocks <laughs> in each of your pillars, but the reason is because there's comfort in knowing somebody understands you. Somebody accepts you for who you are and what you believe. So you have a sense of belonging in that. You can also belong to other groups that you, I had, uh, I introduced my, one of my grandsons to someone and he was saying, mom, how does grandma know all these people? <laughs> it's because I know these people because of this and I belong to this group but I know these people because of this and I belong to that group. And I know these people because I network and these people may not know these people. So you're absolutely right. We don't need to be in a box, but different aspects of ourselves have a, a drive to belong somewhere yep. because we are created to be in relationship with other people. That's part of our DNA. That's part of our basic human need is to belong and it may it'll look it should look different for every person and because each person will find different ways to belong in different aspects of their lives or interests yep so my husband i'm going to use his, his him and his example and then i'll use my own uh, my husband grew up and he was part of the the cool kids club right and and he would have fun with that and then on the other side he and this is what he says he's like I was on the jock side and I was on the nerd side and so we are both absolute nerds and I love it it's not a derogatory term for us um we played what's called magic the gathering so he would at lunch hour play magic the gathering and then 
in the evening, he'd go and play hockey. So it would be, you know, all of these different boxes or clubs that he would belong to. Uh, me growing up, my family, I have one side of the family that is absolute countrified. <laughs> and, and then I have the other, and you know, I, I don't mind wearing, you know, my checkered plaid or whatever this is today. Um, and then I had this other side of the family that was very uptight and prudish. And um, I love them both, but I would be able to fit into both because, and this is, this is where I'm going with this to everybody watching or catching the replay. You can fit into multiple, not boxes, but sectors because yeah. you're not always going to be acting one way or acting another way. So I'm a very multifaceted person. And so if I went to go have dinner, family dinner at the um, crude house, and which is fine because I can say that's my family. Um, when I went to the prude house, I had to act and be a certain way. And I was okay with that, right? It, it, it enabled me to be able to fit into multiple different groups and multiple different flocks. And then I was able to let go of some of those, you know, more prudish beliefs when I was with the other side of the family. I, I came from a, a two-part family. So it's, it gives you that innate ability. You don't have to be one way all the time. I can express myself no matter where I go. And maybe sometimes I will change the way that I express myself just to respect the people that I'm around. That doesn't mean I'm dishonoring myself. It doesn't mean I'm dishonoring where I've come from or who I believe I am. I'm honoring myself while still respecting the people around me, right? I will swear at one house and not swear at the other. <laughs> well, and it all has to come down to understanding that you belong to yourself, mm -hmm. knowing yourself and be secure in that. Yep. And um, I don't know, I, I have an acrostic that explains, explains belonging and you can, you can claim your people, you can claim yourself. If, if you want to belong, you want to know, you choose yourself, you love yourself. You acknowledge who you are and you invest in yourself to grow and you know that you're made for greatness. If you want other people to feel like they belong, then you can claim them with these same aspects or facets of the belonging. So you want to, um, well, we just all have to belong somewhere. And for those that are multifaceted, you might have a multiple of places, but everyone needs at least one place that they know they belong. And that's yourself. Exactly. Um, being an identity coach, that's, I, I love that. That's my bread and butter. You have to, your most important relationship is always and forever going to be with yourself. Now, if all of you think about it, and, and again, this goes out to everybody watching or catching the replay. If you think about it, the only person, and I mean the only person who is going to be with you from the day you're born to the day you die, 24-7, non, no breaks, no in-betweens, are you. Imagine your relationships having to put 24-7 into your marriage, into your partnerships, into your career, 
you don't put half as much effort into the relationship with yourself as you do with all those people, they come and go. If you belong to yourself and say, this is who I am. I am Melissa. I'm fiercely passionate. I am multifaceted. I love to just get into the nitty gritty of things. I curse like a sailor and I have an inappropriate business and it's just, it's great. Right. And like, there's so many different things, but I know who I am. I'm secure in my identity. I take accountability for me. And, you know, I, I do all the things that I want to do. I know how to express myself without hurting other people's feelings without, you know, because that's, I, I live myself, I live my life based out of love, love for myself, love for other people, understanding, compassion, all of that. And I belong wherever I go, because I make it so. Exactly. And the idea of pouring out love to other people, you can't pour out from an empty cup or an empty tank. So you have to start with yourself and loving yourself and accepting yourself and belonging to yourself in order to pour out to other people. So it's very, your work is, is needed. People need to know that they belong and it's okay not to belong somewhere. Mm -hmm. You can say, I'm not going to go this route because you know, you're belonging to yourself and you know, that's not what's right for you. So you don't have to belong everywhere. You get to choose where to belong. Yep. And you can do that with love and say, you know what? Great on you. If it's a group or, or a a situation, you can say, you know what, that's great for you. and, And I wish you all the best, but that's not right for me. And you can do it with belonging and with that intention. I think that Uh, somebody I've talked to numerous people actually over the last few weeks um, and they've made a comment about pouring into your cup right and each one of them had said and I love this because we fill our own cup other people can help fill our cup when you know what fills your cup you can actually harness that and get other people to help fill your cup I know what fills my cup so if my cup is feel like feels like it's empty and I'm struggling to fill it I'll tell my husband or my kids, I'll be like, listen, I need this right now. Um, I needed to, I took my oldest daughter to a movie this weekend and it was like, I need to go out. I need to do something. Um, You don't want to come with me and that's totally fine. My son doesn't want to go with me because he wasn't interested in the movie. Uh, So I was like, let's go. Let's, let's do this. Come with me. And we had a great time and we filled both of our cups. And in doing that, the, what, what, has been coming up in the people that I've talked to lately is you don't pour from your own cup. You give people the overflow of your cup. So if you have a cup on a saucer, whatever overflows onto that saucer, that's what you give to everybody else. You make sure your cup is always full. That is excellent. And if you are investing in yourself, which is the I, investing in yourself either by filling it with your own activities or finding other people that can fill your cup yes you, you've got to have a full cup and pour from the overflow mm-hmm. yeah I absolutely love that so what is so you you focus on belonging so what is it that drew you to belonging well, 
number one, looking around the world today <laughs> and all the loneliness and the depression, but I grew up in a small Mississippi town, small meaning about 5,000 people. And I can remember a day when I was five years old, way back when, I'm sitting in the front yard at Miss Annie's preschool and we're making pink clover necklaces. Those classmates are the very same ones I graduated from high school with. I mean, that is, I knew all these people. Everybody in town knew me, I knew them. And there was a real sense of community, of belonging. I was anchored in that town with my identity. And then, I mean, the only time I moved was from the back bedroom to the front bedroom until I went off to college. Then I was married. My husband graduated from seminary. We moved 13 hours away from anything or anybody. And suddenly that belonging feeling that I thought, isn't this how everybody feels? I didn't have that anymore. I felt a pain of isolation. I didn't ever hear anymore in the South. We say, hey, how's your mom and them? That means how is your mother and all your relatives and tell everybody I said hello. Well, I would greet people and say hello to people. And they're like, so? I mean, it's, you know, there was no connection. And I realized that my normal of belonging was totally not everybody's normal. And I determined that I would bring the sense of belonging wherever I was. And we did that as we, my husband's a pastor, we served churches for over 40 years and we would go into a place and build a culture of belonging where people knew they were important and they were wanted. And also over the years as we, uh, over three decades raised eight children and all, and all of their friends coming in. And I didn't ever know how many people would be at the table to eat. But, you know, because people don't always have somewhere to belong. That's why street gangs are so popular. All they're doing is acting out their humanness of wanting to belong somewhere. And for somebody to say, you're important and we will include you. And, and then the great resignation and quiet quitters with the pandemic happening, I wanted to focus on helping encourage people as you're leading people to remember to claim them, to help them know that they belong, that they're important, that they're chosen, that you can love them. You acknowledge their existence and their needs and you invest in them. And especially that people know that they're made for greatness. Every person is made for greatness. Whatever that greatness is that they're bringing into the world. Because as you know, as you help people claim their identity, every person is different. Every person's gifts, experiences, talents, skills, passions, everything is all put together is uniquely their gift package that they need to bring to the world. And the world is waiting for them to bring that. Mm -hmm. And that's their greatness. 
The world needs us to step forward with our greatness, which is what we're gift wrapped to bring. I need to just add eight children. Same husband, same body. Oh my goodness. I have four, three, three of my own and, and one, one, uh, step bonus. Uh-huh. One bonus. Yeah. Um, eight, like I have half that. Well, we, we had them in batches. We had the first four girl, boy, boy, girl, every odd year after we got married in an even year. And we thought we were done. And then we moved and it seemed like every time we moved, but five years later, we started the second batch. The first one of the second batch was born on the birthday of the first one of the first batch. And then we had a boy every other year for three even years. And for sure we were done. Seven's a perfect number. Seven's the number of completion. And then we moved. And eight years later, on number six's birthday, we had number eight. I presented him with, I said, this is your birthday present. I spent nine months making it. You cannot exchange it and you cannot send it back. <laughs> That's amazing. Um that's that's wonderful and you know what big families small families it doesn't matter that's that's like a household of belonging right where it's you grow up together you grow together you experience together and they may be completely different experiences and completely different episodes but you're all together right and that's i i grew up um big family but not big family my my husband is an only child and i have three older brothers uh from two different sides um and then like i said between my husband and i we have four so um yeah it's it's amazing but at the same time it's like i'm going crazy in this zoo (laughs) whatever the combination is though you can find a sense of identity and belonging and you can develop that and encourage your your children, your family that if you know who you are, then they're invited to be part of that identity and belong. Yeah. And there there is a huge difference in that. And we'll segue that into into family belonging. You can belong to, belong in your family. You can be that part of belonging. Is it, you know, there are toxic families. I, my one side of my family, I don't speak to it all anymore. Um, and, and we have no contact. And then the other side is minimal contact. And do I belong to those families? Yes and no, right? They, I grew up with them. I belong with them. But at the same time, it's not right for my identity. But as, as a mom, and this is what I'm going to say, as a parent, never mind mom, but as a parent, my children all belong with me. I love my children. I want to hide them all away and just completely smother them until they never leave. Um, but at the same time, they are unique individuals. And I think that one of the best ways to teach your kids how to belong to themselves and to a family is you belong within this family. You have rights within this family. You have responsibilities within this family. Um, like all my children have chores, they all have responsibilities, uh, because they're a part of the family. Um, 
but at the same time, you're unique individuals. So what do you bring to the family? What do you want from the family? What, right? And it's including everybody as individuals, not just as, oh, you're my child, so you have to be here. No, you're Bella. What do you, what do you want to bring into the family dynamic mm-hmm. and, and creating that? That is so right. And the point is, yes, they may belong to your family, but just like we said earlier, each one of them is made for greatness. My husband would always mention in his sermons, especially around missions, when we were focusing on you know global vision, he would say, may the pebble of your life thrown into the ocean of the world make ripples on every shore. And they must have listened because they've lived on six continents. (laughs) That's awesome. Yeah. Our youngest came up to me, the one that was eight years after the one before her. She she came to me when she was about eight or nine. And she goes, Mom, I don't want to go to Antarctica. And I'm like, nobody's sending you to Antarctica. Why, Why do you say that? And she goes, all the other continents are taken. <laughs> so what? Now she's thinking about moving to the Middle East. She's 24, single. So anyway, but, you know, support your kids and whatever. They can be part of the family, but they also are their own individual with their own gift wrapping. And the world needs them. Our job as parents is to to support them to be what they're meant to be so they can bring their greatness into the world. Yeah. I determine our all of our our family's been lawyers and you're going to be a lawyer. All of our family's been this and you're going to be no. You're going to be a rock star, be a rock star, whatever. Right, exactly. Like, you're going to quit college and tour with your music? Okay, said one son. Then he went back to college, and now he owns a Japanese restaurant in Atlanta. Okay, and we have a a financial advisor, and we have somebody that, um, what's, uh, they're, they're just doing whatever, all their different things. Yeah, absolutely. And each of my kids will do different things, and it's, what are your strengths? Not what do I think they are? What are your strengths? And when you want to belong, it is claiming. And I absolutely love your acronym claim because it is super true and belong to yourself. If anybody takes anything from this episode is first and foremost, belong to yourself. Claim yourself, claim yourself choose yourself, love yourself, acknowledge your own needs and invest in yourself because you are made for greatness. Absolutely. All right. Is there anything else you'd like to add before we get going? Well, just thank you for the opportunity to share. I know that we all have a need to belong and you do and you matter. Every one of you, that's another M word for the last one you matter yeah absolutely all right well everyone that is our episode today if you want to learn more about belonging please go and check out the links in the description for d is it d or dia 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 see 
Yeah. That's why I never said it because I was like, mm, okay, mm -hmm. I don't want to. You know, if you have an idea, or yeah. as we say in the South, oh, dear me. <laughs> I love it. Um, go and check her links out in the description of this episode. Go and connect. Uh, if you would like to learn how to control your emotions and open up a world of opportunities for yourself, go and check out the Embrace Your Positivity Guide introduction to the rockstar method that will teach you how to control your emotions. Go and check that out. Link in the description. I'm your host, Melissa Kretschler. Um, Dia, thank you so much for joining me today. I appreciate thank your you, time. Melissa. Thank you. You are very welcome. All right. That is the end of this episode. Like, follow, and share. If you would like to be a guest speaker, blogger, or a sponsor of our, our show, join us at justalivetv.com. Reach out. You can message us. If you want to search us on social media, Just Alive TV is usually where you can find us. I am your host again, Melissa Kretschler, and I will see all of you on the next episode. Bye.